Hello and welcome to another episode of Kill James Bond. I'm Alice Cordor Kelly. I'm joined, as always, by my friends Abigail Thorne and Devin. Hey. How you doing? Sort of giggling in the back of this recording because immediately before we started, we were doing a bit about how Wales <laughs> and Mexico are the same country. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I'm not sure how we came to this, but I, I look forward to this sort of like accord being signed mm. and henceforth everything being set in Wales is like color graded very yellow, you know? Well, because I, I can't remember how we got onto it, but I was talking about how in, in Zorro. All of the all of the Mexican yeah. characters are played by Welsh actors. Yeah. And then we're saying it should be the other way around too, that every BBC show that's like filmed in Swansea, every episode of Doctor Who is like everyone in it, it's just fucking Mexican. But they're meant to be Welsh and it's never commented on. Yeah. You, you sort of like pan across, you know, the humble the humble sort of uh Welsh burro, mm -hmm. uh, you know, and uh, and you get the text on screen, you get a like Spanish guitar, and you get a a, a thing on screen that says Mirtha Tidfil, you know. Dev said oh. that they should cut to cut. Cardiff, and it should just be like yellow, like color graded yellow. Oh, <laughs> uh, but we. The oh, thing is, God. we're ostensibly here to talk about a movie called "The Tiger Likes Fresh Blood." Mm -hmm. Le Tigre aime la chair fraîche. That's right. Uh, tiger likes creme fraîche. Tiger <laughs> likes creme fraîche. Yeah. It's the tiger likes fresh meat in Italian as well. I oh. Yeah, they don't la, know. La, la chair is is uh, flesh. So it's, oh. it's the tiger likes fresh, fresh flesh, flesh, but oh. it, yeah, you can't really. It's it's not. Um, mm. what, what, what's the word? It's it's not pleasant to say. You know, it's like crumb crisp coating. Um, I see. But so, the tiger likes fresh blood is a Claude Chabrol movie. Uh, if you're not familiar, one of the sort of like preeminent directors of the French New Wave. Uh, and yeah, he did some great movies. Uh, Le Biche, Le Beau Serge. And we are here in the dregs of his career. Yeah. He had this sort of like middle period uh, from like 64 to 68, I think. Yeah, I embarked on on watching this movie thinking I was going to be watching like another bad Euro spy movie. And I, I quickly found myself watching actual cinema. And I had to like sort yes. of sit up and be like, oh, fuck, God damn it!" Well, I mean, I look forward to hearing about it because listeners peek behind the curtain. <laughs> I watched this two weeks ago. I've taken notes. <laughs> I, I assume they were taken by an alien hand because uh, uh. I, I can barely remember this film. I, I know that you two enjoyed it, but it, it didn't seem to leave much of a lasting impression on my brain. Oh. I mean, this is the thing. What what you're doing is uh, the tiger likes fresh blood and no notes. Tiger likes no notes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I will say this, and I, I'm just you know reading from mm. his Wikipedia page here because I'm the kind of podcaster who does that. From 1964 to 1967, Chabrol made six films and one short that were critically and commercially disastrous, and this period is considered a low point of his career. Four of these films were in the then-popular genre of Euro-spy films, including Le Tigre aime la chair fraîche and Le Tigre se parfume à la dynamite. Chabrol had said, I like to get to the absolute limit of principles. In Drivel Like the Tiger series, I really wanted to get the full extent of the drivel. They were drivel, right. so let's get into it up to our necks. I and don't he's know. so fucking right. I wouldn't say it was. I mean, it's less drivelish than some things we've had on the podcast before. It's better than FX 18. It's like a That's competently true. done oh, no. spy movie. I enjoyed bits of it, I assume, based on these notes. Yeah, this this is like other Abigail <laughs> probably enjoyed herself. Past Abby, yeah, someone enjoyed this. We feel, yeah. Um, but so yeah, it's it, it's kind of like this was the thing that he was doing to keep the lights on to pay the bills in between sort of like seminal bits of the French New Wave. Yeah, it's pretty. I like it. The thing is about this movie, like before I get into synopsizing it, mm -hmm. I was expecting this to be another kind of like 
as as Abby's reaction to it is, where it's like, okay, we get this done, we clock out, and we go on to something else, right? Yes. It's kind of like, whatever. And there's bits of filmmaking in here that actually, I think this deserves a reappraisal. You know, this is mm. not something that's much heralded. It's not like where people even bother to review it. People are like, yeah, it's, it's like workmanlike. It was fine. I I think there's something there that sort of benefits from from a second look. It's a thank. Oh, someone here likes movies, like cinema, like movies, because I don't know fucking shit. (laughs) (laughs) You mentioned the director's name like it was something I was supposed to know, and I was like, oh, fuck, I see. see." You'd think it would be the person who's in them, but no, actually, I just like like being in them. I don't really want to. You don't actually know what a movie is, yeah. You like being in front of the camera. That's fine. Yeah. You're just like, the camera's on you, and like, is that thing stealing my soul? You know, whatever. It is. It is. I, uh, I still haven't seen like most of the shit that I'm in. So, <laughs> so, so the Tiger movies they made two of these, and the reason why yes. is that initially they had done four with this same actor, the same protagonist, Roger Anna, uh, called the Gorilla, and then they lost the rights to the Gorilla, and so their actor had to like write up a sort of like non-IP-blocked gorilla substitute, and what he came up with, he gets like an assistant writing credit on this, is The Tiger, a French secret agent. So They reshot those scenes or the whole thing? Oh, no, no, no. They they made the gorilla movies. Those were done, and then they wanted to make another one, and they had lost the rights to the name The Gorilla. Uh So really, by rights, this should be The Gorilla likes fresh blood. Oh, I see. Much more terrifying. I don't don't think it does. (laughs) That's so funny. Can you imagine, the, like, Ryan Johnson making another Star Wars movie after he lost the, mm. like, lost the space <laughs> conflict? He's just like, fuck it, I wanted to make another one of these, I'm gonna do it, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And to me, I would be more scared of a spy called the Gorilla yeah, than same. one called the Tiger. It's very threatened. Gorilla, not not a very, like, sneaky, ambushy animal, as far as I'm aware, no. I've never met well, one. Well, we've had the chimp. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. That's fucking and he has a PhD true. as well. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the chimp, the chimp, Professor likes Chimp. Fresh yeah. blood. Um, so, as you may recall from a previous OSS movie, France was really, really proud in the sixties of having fighter jets. This was like a big deal to it, and so this movie begins with a solid ten minutes of. Have you seen this Mirage 4? How cool does this look? It does it's look cool. It's the best plane in the world. I mean, yeah, all of this like French aviation is like very, very like retro-futuristic. But we get into the first of a few problems with this movie, one of which is that there is no sound design. Yes. This, I understand now why there is an Oscar for that, mm-hmm. because not having that in an otherwise competently made movie absolutely fucks the thing into a cocked hat. Yeah, you you would think that, like, making a movie sound good is just, like, making the thing sound like they would sound, but no, that's so wrong. You (laughs) you cannot do that. (laughs) If they just sound normal, it's awful. Yeah, it's really bad, actually. This this whole opening sequence, you've said it's it's ten minutes of, it's ten minutes of B-roll of of fighter jets going by, Mm. and it sounds like a fighter jet going by Mm. if you're, like, outside in a field. Which sucks to hear. There's no music (laughs) either. You don't get, like, a Jump, 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 jump! You know, get some like cool, like dramatic, like. No. Instead, we just get like the Mirage Four is the greatest jet in the world. I'm like, great, okay, cool. Like, <laughs> I have like tinnitus off of this. Yeah. Also, they've de-invented color. It's 1964. They they uninvented color. It's cheap. Yeah, it's cheaper to get uh, black and white film stock. So, and they don't really use the black and white film stock to their advantage no. here in the way that uh, our, our very first one, the name of which I've immediately, the first OSS on the set one. In the same way that the film doesn't have music, it doesn't have color. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, yeah. But so we find out that this this mirage stuff is part of a presentation being given in in Turkey, not identified. Yeah. We might have to find that out later. Oh shit! This was Turkey. Okay. Yeah, this was Turkey. Um, yeah, and there's. <laughs> There's a bunch of like dignitaries watching a very thoughtful presentation about how cool the Mirage is. One of them is wearing an honest to god fucking monocle. Yes, yeah. he is. I was like, yeah. yes, yes, sick. Yes, sick. And they do the funniest possible thing with that monocle because a guy sort of crouch walks into the back of the thing for yeah. stealth. <laughs> he presses R3 at the back of the room. <laughs> he, he appears at the back like our first shot of Napoleon Solo. Like, it's just a long shot of all these guys watching and he just walks around, sneaking up yeah. behind this fucking guy. He puts a grenade in this guy's inventory. <laughs> no, what he does is he very lightly presses a prop knife to the guy's shoulder and we get a close-up shot of the monocle popping out of his face. So good. That's so Kino. Good. Cinema. It's when I got the first whispers I might be witnessing a masterpiece. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yes. And and then like like me playing Assassin's Creed, having done this in broad daylight, his plan is to just flee <laughs> just the scene. He leaves he doesn't sneak out, he walks he runs straight out the middle of the front steps <laughs> through the center of the road away mm. as well. Yeah, yep, yeah. Legitimately dangerous to film. In the yeah. 60s, you could just walk into government buildings and kill people. That was the thing that happened. Mm. As long as you crouch walked when you were in the actual room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll see on days. Mm. Absolutely. Um, so he, he runs from a couple of Turkish cops, mm-hmm. makes good his escape, and sort of lands he hits the in. Gym. He's like, well, you know what? I've, got, yeah. I've warmed up now. I've warmed Smart. up my thighs by crouch walking. Now it's time to go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's, there's a couple of guys wrestling. And a sinister man waiting for him. Just and a big, big wrestling thing outside. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's not big wrestling pitches, courts, whatever. Rinks? The, yeah, rinks. I don't know what, what the fuck they're called. There aren't any of those in the street anymore. I liked ports though. Ports was nice. They should be called ports. <laughs> wrestling ports. <laughs> but, but so there's this guy, a, a classic spy movie archetype here. Guy in the all white suit. Oh yeah, I Hell love yes. a guy in an all white yeah. suit. Yeah. Mr. White rules. Imagine. The self-confidence you would have to have to go out and go about your day, like all white, down to the shoes, even in white shoes. You know, I think I went to like, Pride if, once in an all-white suit and white shoes. It was good. I remember this one. I mean, Pride, Pride. That's like at least an event. If you're going about your daily life, <laughs> he's just going to Tesco. Yeah. Like going this. to work. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you, if I went to Tesco in an all-white suit and I like you know stepped in some dirt or something, I would have to kill myself. Well, this guy—that's yeah, what this guy over. does. He doesn't kill himself, but he does ruin the suit. That's true because he 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 like doesn't say a word to this guy. This is all filmed quite well, to be mm. honest. He gets him in his like equally sinister Mercedes, oh, beautiful mm-hmm. sixties Mercedes. Um, oh, it's gorgeous. And and he drives this guy out to a location I have described here as Sloshy Road. Now I call the reason this a I've swamp described- castle. <laughs> yeah. So, so they they get out of the Mercedes. It's already like calf deep water. Yeah. And and they have to walk their way into a flooded house and I swear to god this is unedited audio. It's just that for like 2 <laughs> minutes solid. That's just, foley. That's real. That's what it would sound that's like. That's what could pussy sound like. <laughs> <laughs> they take him to the Legend of Zelda fucking yeah. water temple. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. Like, he has to find a shadow version of himself. Like, yeah. Ah, we've all done it. 
what they do is they take him to an even more sinister guy, and this guy's so sinister, he's just a hand. This is Blofeld. My notes just called this guy Blofeld. Yeah, this guy gets the Blofeld situation where he's like, oh, it's good. Mr. White here was like Blofeld's PA, I guess, yeah, yeah, yeah. which is, it's, it serves insanely yeah. hard. Yeah. It was like Largo. Yeah, 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 he's Largo vibes. So, so Blofeld is just like mm. a hand with a special ring on it, and he pays the, the kid who did the assassination of Mr. Monocle at the start. Um, and then uh, the kid goes outside to kind of, I guess, like, count the money or whatever. And then Mr. White stabs him. Um, and this kid makes an incredible face. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, again, hard in a sort of, like, audio medium to describe how bad much of the, like, stage combat in this oh, is. Oh, it's atrocious. Nobody knows what being stabbed is like in this movie. It's mm. 1960s France. Just ask your dad. Like, yeah. Yeah, you yeah. are just out of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but instead what he does is it, it, it looks very much like the kid hugs him and then gets, like, a tummy ache. And he goes, Oof. The, the kid makes a face like he's nutting. <laughs> well, you don't make that face when you go to tummy ache? I, it's, mm. I certainly don't make that face when I get stabbed. Mm. So, does that happen to you often? Anyway, he, he like... Pushes the kid in the like, uh, like water, and and that's the sort of if like they could have afforded alligators. That's that's where they would have had the alligators come and eat the body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, the flooded castle. Do we have a comeback is... here? What is this no, place? Yes, no, we later don't. on it's... we do revisit the flooded do... castle. Yeah, do... once oh, I don't remember. That. According to my notes, I mean, hey, <laughs> is it flooded there or is it just dry? Because <laughs> I don't remember it being flooded the second time. So maybe maybe this is just like a, a plumbing error that they're like, fuck it, roll with it, roll with it. <laughs> yeah, they just couldn't get the they couldn't get the sound another day. It was just like a mistake, and they roll with it. I. I ask if the lair is creepy or what? <laughs> it's both. They're always both. It's just never explained Sorry. either. So, like, as far as the lairs go, we've had, like, volcano bases, we've had, like, underground yeah. shit, and now we've just, like, this guy's house is flooded. It's like... It's, <laughs> yeah, wet house. It's, it's like, meant to be like this. Half a foot of water. They're like, listen, no one comes here. They call it the weird wet house. No one wants I mean, to it, fucking it, come to the front door. Why did you wear a white suit when you knew you were coming here? If you're gonna like blow felt it up, you should've been wearing white waders. I, I think he could have talked for that scene, but he had to sort of like, you know, just do the creepy hand thing. Because if you get up and try a monologue and the whole time in the background there's <laughs> No, this doesn't work, you know? Like, there's a reason why in um, uh, No Time to Die, when mm. Safin's talking about his, like, toxic treasure or whatever, he's not just, like, wading through the goop, right? It's because yeah. it kind of, like, is undignified. It's it's weird to be wading in the goop. It's not a powerful position. No. Um, no. Uh, to be fair, Blofeld's room, not flooded. Yeah, true. He's wisely on the first floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, just to kind of like shaking out your trouser cuffs before you go in Blofeld's office. You don't want to track. You don't want to track mud into Blofeld's office. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to track <laughs> fucking mud. <laughs> See, this is a movie that really rewards a lot of tangential bits. Yeah. Is the main. Thing. You don't want to touch the fucking metal plate in that room either, because no. everyone's <laughs> oh, 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 so yeah. <laughs> Blofeld did that the first time. That's why he's like, right, we need to move this room to this first floor. We yeah. can't do this in the wet room. Killed the entire leadership stuff. Shit. So, so, so this is this is a sort of example of what we in the business would call, and I'm proposing this term here now, the 009 scene, yes. right? But the way that it's I filmed, heard that scene you have like no conception that it's the monocle guy that they were supposed to care about instead yeah. of the kid, because <laughs> yeah, the kid's yeah, yeah. been the protagonist. And you see the kid get killed at the end, but then they cut to the next scene, and it's like, Bond, uh, our Mr. Monocle Man has been killed. And it's like, and like he like, I, takes I, I the have... fucking cigarette out of his mouth and he goes, 
Not monocle guy. <laughs> Fuck. I really liked him. Um, <laughs> didn't you? I loved all the, the scenes we shared together yeah, in I, The Gorilla. Go back and watch those. He died doing what he loved, popping his monocle out of his face yeah. for comic effect. Yeah. <laughs> it's all he ever did when yeah. he was alive. It's why he fucking started wearing it. He and I really saw eye to eye. <laughs> just the one so, eye, just his good one. Atrocious. So this is this is Louis Rapier. The yeah. Tiger. Meanwhile, karate. Yeah, yeah. Who's introduced doing karate, and the general M walks up and is like, "Hey, we need you for a mission." Immediately gets like judo thrown. Yeah. I think this is funny. This is, funny. I think this is a good bit. Like it's it's good. Yeah. Yeah. He approaches I mean, from uh, behind and immediately gets thrown. Nice. How does it? Yeah. Well, okay. How do we introduce our Bond? Is he like OSS on set? Is he on the firing range, like shooting? Is he like James Bond, where he's like immediately in the action? No, we've got stood? to give him something new to do. Is he just standing normal? He's doing some like karate judo shit. Yeah, he's doing karate. He's yeah. doing martial arts. Okay, this is, cool. This is smart. And 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 yeah, it, it's interesting. Also, if Bond, if Sean Connery had thrown Bernard Lee over his shoulder, that man's hips would have exploded. <laughs> he just throws all of them when it's like in the the fucking Dalton years, and everyone's ancient. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Judy Dench like body slammed by Pierce Brosnan. We are gonna be connoisseurs of the Bond introductory scene yeah, yeah, by the yeah. end of yeah. this shit because we're gonna have one a fucking movie. <laughs> this is pretty good. It's like cover albums, you yeah. know, like uh, yeah, playing playing the hits. Uh, it's it's like a bunch of takes. It's putting a spin on James Bond. You see the um, refraction. Um, yeah, maybe. we're coming to know James Bond better through seeing him like through attempts well, to imitate him. Remember the first time we met James Bond, he was introduced gambling on a game of chance, which just made him look like a <laughs> that is true. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so of course, he also has a Q, do they? Yeah, uh, yeah, mm. yeah. Who who is introduced? And this movie comes to the comic Q bits before Bond yes. does. It does. Like, it genuinely, it, if anything, Bond ripped these off from this, where he's sort of, like, introduced covered in soot because he's just blown up a lab behind him. Yeah. He's just like, oh, yeah, I'm working on the, the thing, don't worry about really it. Really nice touch I like is the general doesn't flinch as the explosion goes off. Like, yeah. He's just explaining how it's fine that he got thrown. He's like, I've got strong bones. Yeah. <laughs> this guy runs out and he's like, I've done it, I've done it. He's having a full-on eureka moment. So, so the tiger gets gets his yeah. briefing. Just standing in a field too. They don't have an office. Why did he brief him in the middle of a field? <laughs> just like, place. Can, can we have can we have intelligence outside today, sir? Yeah, it's just a nice day. Uh, MI six has got rack. We've got to do it in the porter <laughs> <Yeah>. cabin's Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. So uh, he 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 gives him this briefing, which is Turkey is gonna buy these Mirage fighter jets from France. <laughs> And in the course of trying to do this deal, 009, Mr. Monocle Man, was killed. And now this Turkish uh, Secretary of Commerce is going to come to France, and if he is, the same people who are going to try and like throw off the deal are going to kill him too, so you have to protect him. But the whole time, you, you know how like even a sort of a Connery Bond was like, sort of minimally sarcastic towards M? Yeah. The thing I like about this is that the tiger is like actively sardonic. Like, he's like... Um, well, he, he describes his friend as having been killed on the field of honor of international combat, very like ironically. Yeah, there's something I do quite like about this, which is like you know, the tiger's job in this film is to secure an arms deal, and they yes. they do engage a little bit with the kind of like, well, should we really be selling them these jets? Yeah. Like, I guess it's got to happen. Like, but uh, 
Yeah, there's there's a there's a line too when he, uh, the when M tells him like this this minister Basquin is going to be assassinated in what is genuinely very subversive for 1964 France. He says, "Ah, oh, I thought you knew, General. There are no political attacks in France," which is like, <laughs> no, not not so much. I would really love to see, and I, I I noted this many times. Apparently, um, I would really love to see a remake of this film with like Daniel Craig's Bond, and it's like Bond was selling these jets to the Saudis. Like that would be mm, a genuinely yeah. interesting setup, and Bond would be like, "Oh yeah, like they need them to take out those like dangerous Yemeni civilians." Like yeah, it would just be like mm-hmm. a really interesting like geopolitical yeah, bit of spice. Nice. But so he he hands him a photo of Baskin. Baskin Robbins, um, and is like, check out this like old fat Turkish man, mm-hmm. and yeah, he looks and a psychic- lot like Wayne Knight. It, like in some oh, of the yeah. later scenes, he looks crazy like Wayne. Knight. <laughs> and he and he goes, "Who's this handsome young man?" Sort of jokingly, I'm like, "This is a good. It's a good script. Mm. There's good dialogue in it." But yeah, so he he he's gonna have to like protect this minister and his family. Yeah, they so yeah. have to go to the next location, and next location is Orly Airport. Yeah, because uh, they yeah. haven't built Charles de Gaulle yet. I don't know. <laughs> I, I didn't brush up on my French airports before this one. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I was That's just a- I was just turning my. Fa- it was an interesting historical <laughs> note to me. I oh, guess. you were turning your page. I'm sorry. I- <laughs> I thought you were giving me space to really like come out hard for the for the airport. When when in the course of this podcast have I ever given either of you two space to come out about anything? <laughs> you guys gave me space to come out, and I very much appreciate that. Oh, if thank you, I'm st- I'm still going to talk over you. Though. I interrupt every third thing you say. I think you can talk over me a bit as well. There was a very funny <laughs> moment though. Alice said this thing about the the French airports. If both Dev and I just went ooh on the way, cameras <laughs> <I'm just> like, <laughs> oh, are on, so it's sort of like back of the classroom, like. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, no, 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 nothing to do with that. Bro stims hard on the railing I as he's running that. down. I wrote he stems on that yeah, railing. For real. So, so he's like late for Uh-oh. work, I guess. He's got like a piece of toast in his mouth or something, and he's like, <laughs> as as he's running into work, there's a railing there, and he's like running his hand along it in a very, very stimmy way. Yeah, he's running his two fingers along it like there's a guy running. He's like tapping it as he goes, like. Yeah, I'm not sure what this is like meant to convey. I don't, I'm not sure what the movie thinks this is conveying, other than like this: the tiger is like a restless man who's full of energy or something. <laughs> the tiger like... is very particular about fresh blood. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. The tiger really needs it to be fresh blood. Otherwise, <laughs> the like, doesn't like the fresh blood to touch anything else on the plate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, the tiger just has a thing. Okay, it's it's like kind of annoying sometimes, but you know, it's it's all part of the rich tapestry of human. Tiger experience. has ADHD. Well, the tiger just has autism. Is the is well the, the tiger? Um. <laughs> I am the only neurotypical spy in the world. I do not understand these jokes. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, <laughs> I believe I uh, yelled but- something. <laughs> so, so, so he meets up with his boys, his yes. other like spy boys, including Duvet Q again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who is just sort of like suggesting gadgets. He's like, yo, man, what about a gun that shoots backwards? Wouldn't that be fucking crazy? What about a camera in your eye? Pointing at the screen like fucking FX-18. Fucking FX-18 catching strays. What about a shoe that clebbed you? He's just like, (laughs) just doing bits. It's really good. He's so excited about it, too. And then then we get a little bit of, we get a little bit of uncle moment, a little bit of man from uncle moment, because uh, Minister Baskin arrives, and of course, who does he have with him? His wife and daughter, who were both ten out of ten smoke shows. 
Also, yeah. do not look in the least bit Turkish. Not <laughs> even fucking close. Now, do you recognize, however, his daughter? I do. Hello for the third time to Daniela Bianchi from, oh, from Russia with Love and OK Connery. Tatiana Romanova. I'm so I didn't recognize her with her clothes on. Uh Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> genuinely. She she I mean without the big like velvet choker, you know, it's kind of like less, mm, you know, mm-hmm. dramatic. But but yeah, no, this is this is her. She she did a bunch of these Eurospy movies mm-hmm. because her English wasn't really good. She like ha, uh, like she was got dubbed for stuff and so after from Rush with Love, she did a bunch more Eurospy stuff. We will see her again. Yes. Um and then she retired in like 1968 cuz she got married to like a shipping magnate. Uh, yeah, yeah she did, did, did a few of these. So, yeah, we see then a lot of shots of various people in various, like, weird situations assembling the plot in the airport, including yeah. a guy in a full scout outfit, um, just kind of, like, leaving leaving a knapsack. Behind. But, well, because, mm-hmm. like, it was the only way in 1960s France you were legally allowed to be wearing, a like, a backpack as an adult man instead yeah. of a briefcase. You know, be like, were you uh, gay? Yeah, so so various of goons are setting something up, like briefcases are changing hands. Um, there's a, a little person in a suit who picks up a mm-hmm. suitcase from from Blofeld. We only see Blofeld's yeah. hand. What is Blofeld doing? He's browsing airport books, including James Bond from Russia with Love. I will note that he 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 passes over from Russia with Love to read Sartre instead, which is kind of like thesis statement of the podcast, actually. But it's it's like Claude Giroux banging on the windows of this movie from the inside, like get me out of this shit. Yeah, I guess. But, like, but this, ah. Yeah. Oh. There, there are some really interesting shots mm. in this bit. There's mm. there's a really good, like, wobbly overhead shot of like a thug getting on an escalator. Totally like quotidian uh piece of action, right? Like it's one line if that. And it's like, no, this is filmed really like disconcertingly. This is like, mm. oh, there's 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 some new wave shit going on here. Um there's a there's a shot later where a goon sort of like uh, is is caught in a doorway for a second through like a a, a bunch of like circle decals painted yeah. on all the windows, and he's just like lined up perfectly through all of them. It's like oh, this is really yeah stylish. You can you can really see knowing that this guy did a bunch of like new wave shit afterwards. You can really see him sort of trying shit out while he's yeah. doing these movies that he kind of has to do to keep the lights on. It's an interesting, interesting sort of test bed mm. yeah. for that, you know? Um, and, and a lot of it misses, but some of it hits. Some of it does hit. So, so, so Baskin get, gets off the plane. Uh, his, his wife, his insanely hot wife, has to translate for him because he doesn't speak yes. French. Mm-hmm. And his insanely hot wife is like, yeah, listen, uh, nobody's going to assassinate us here, I'm pretty certain, and we're going to do the deal, and everything's going to be, like, chill. Mm-hmm. Outside... Two goons are assembling a sniper rifle. They're assembling yeah, a telescope, cool. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this isn't even a sniper rifle, it's a sniper pistol. It's it's yeah. like literally it's a Luger like with a massive telescope. They assemble the telescope and then they just like strap a Luger to it. And I'm like, yes, yes, that's the gadget. It's just a fucking gun. With a long scope and a short barrel. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, it's uh, <laughs> the, t- the tiger sees this and has to like sprint down some stairs, a- and the fight scene that ensues. 
Uh, yeah, okay. This movie is not good at fight scenes. <laughs> well, weirdly, there's one fight scene in it that is really but, good, but this yeah, is not that. Yeah, rule of three. Don't worry. First one bad, mm. second one bad, third one unfucking believable. Oh, yes. <laughs> Genuinely yeah, yeah. killer. Yeah, um, unfortunately, this one not. The, the fight choreography in this yeah. is not good. Um, they visibly miss a bunch of the blows. Like, it's like the sa- again, the sound design lets it down because you don't have any. What what happens is he chases one of these guys into the airport in order that you know uh, the the wife and daughter can see him punch out a guy and be heroic. Yeah, right? that's fun. But the sound effect that happens when this guy like skids into the airport and gets punched is honest to god. This is the punch effect. <laughs> Which, what was that? Yeah, it's it not sounds like a great. mouse farting. <laughs> Just. <laughs> Although to be fair, I mean, as as somebody who recently filmed her like first action fight scene, and I have, <laughs> I have not watched it back, I am I'm, yet because it's not come out yet. I, I'm maybe a little bit reluctant to like criticize <laughs> just, just, on the off. just on the off chance that my fight scene comes out and I'm shit. I'm like, oh shit, uh, it's hard. It's really hard. I, like fight scenes are very very difficult to do. Uh, I can't wait to see my my big uh, action debut come out, and we'll see whether or not I'm any good. <laughs> There's two guys orchestrating this, uh, yes. aside from, uh, uh, so there's a guy with a white suit, who, mm-hmm. who we saw earlier. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's, okay, let's talk about the white suit guy for a second, because mm-hmm. this is the point where I've written it down, so it must have occurred. He's got a woman with him with such a strange affect to her. Yeah. Just a bizarre vibe from this, from this lass that's with him. Yeah, the, she's, she's like comic relief in yeah. a way that is now unacceptable. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Where it's like, yeah, this guy just has like a, 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 a and we later find out she's an alcoholic, yes. right? But she a is woman drunk who is in like, 100% of the shots she's in. Is completely like insensate, like out of it. Yeah. And you, you, it gets revealed later, but all you get is her acting that to begin with, and you're like, what the fuck is... <laughs> like, what is her? What's going yeah. on with her? But also, she's not acting like a real alcoholic. She's just constantly like, does anyone want to drink? Like, it's just, it's really... Mm, she's acting, like, oblivious. Yeah, it's very odd. Yeah, they ratch that up later, I think. Yeah. Um, but so th- that's one, sort of, one of the two guys. The other is, you have this little person, Jimmy Karubi, and then you have his brother. I don't know if he's actually his brother or not, but like, uh, you know, within the text of the thing, mm-hmm. Benitez, who is like this sort of hitman, and having the thing interdicted by the tiger, having had their guys punched out and a bunch of them captured. You see them in the car afterwards, and there's a really funny bit where, like, yeah. there's like <laughs> the line is they're about as deadly as the Salvation Army. Yeah. <laughs> he also is like, he, no one wants to work anymore. He, he got yeah. he's like, yeah. They no one wants to do a job unless they get like health benefits now. Well, yeah, the big <laughs> so brother and the little brother they argue about like you've hired inept yeah. goons and we've we failed. And then later on, like Mr. White calls them and we establish that like the goons in Blofeld's forces are not all working together. They're kind of like independent contractors. They're like competing yeah. against each other. It's like an app thing, um, you know. Then, yeah, the, then there's like a really awful moment where like when Mr. White is on the phone calling them and like making fun of them. Um, the girl comes up behind him and offers him a drink and he just like turns mm. around and just like beats her really hard across the face just, for no yeah. reason. Oh, you can you can make this slap look like it lands, you know? Yeah, yeah. The, the way it's edited, I think this is meant to be like the button on the end of the scene. It's meant to be funny, but yeah, instead it's, it's comic just, relief. Yeah, no, it is comic relief. Yeah, but instead like we end the scene on a note of like absolute fucking horror. It's yeah, like, I was like oh. what? Yeah. 
I mean, it, 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 like, it does establish this guy, white suit guy, Dabrowski, as, like, a bad dude, but it's mm. absolutely intended comically. Yeah. Oh, I should also say, because this is going to be important later, uh, d- with the Parsi, the Parsi, the Turkish Parsi is Baskin, this minister, uh, mm. Mr. Get Assassinated, mm-hmm. right? Um, generally, I, I, I do, like, being, being like a larger man wearing a suit is sort of like very getting assassinated coded yeah. in spy yeah. movies. This man is wearing you, a target on his back. Yeah, you you seldom see a sort of like fat assassin. It's, it's always like, no, you're the one getting assassinated. You will get it's fifty him. points it, for this man. And, and the dick game must be outrageous because, again, insanely hot wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. His, like also in, also insanely hot daughter, and the most suspicious man in the world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this grand vizier motherfucker. This this Jafar ass dude. Kubasi walking yes. in on her like when she's half naked, things like this. Mm-hmm. Like that's yeah. how they and, sell it to us that he's creepy. Um, yeah, uh, and it's like, wait a second, could this guy be evil? Ah, uh, well, I won't think about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so so the two brothers, the Benitez brothers, are like at this junkyard, uh, <laughs> and we get like the, the, they pad it with like fifteen minutes of car crushing footage. Yes. Yeah, what was that about? I mean, I don't know. I, I guess I it's it was... really expensive to crush a car. Like, you got to buy yeah, a car. Get your money's worth. Yeah, true. Maybe it was yeah. just short in the edit room. I don't know. I don't but know. like, I, I do think it was well filmed. It was interestingly filmed. But at the same time, like, genuinely, I'm like in a different movie. This might be good. Mm. But what it does is it just like kills the pacing. In the same mm. way that the camera operators in Thunderball kept getting distracted by underwater animals, this French new wave yeah. artist is just distracted by like, oh, that's a really like interesting like, footage of like, yeah. It's like, oh, man, the machinery says a lot about society and... You know, oh, he's and gotten really France. caught up on it and everyone's like, all right, let's get the plot going. Let's, what's my, going on my, here? Well, my next note just says umbrella knife. Yeah, he's got a knife in his umbrella. Does he use it? Let me ask this question to you. Does he use it in the movie? Answer? No, he does not. Um, but he has a knife in his umbrella and he gets it out like fucking five times. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, if you had a knife like, in your okay. umbrella, you would spend most of your time just like showing off your umbrella. I would. I would. And that's like, why it's good that we out. don't have open carry in, in the UK because I would just Whoa. be like constantly fucking with my gun. There's a shop so. near me that sells sword canes. So Those are so illegal. Like genuinely, you. Mm. Hey, um, I mean, yeah, yeah. The 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 shop that sells the illegal goods. It's advertising uh, outside. Anyway, um. So so next day, uh, Mrs. Baskin, smoke show wife. Uh, she's yeah. getting a, a massage naked, of course. Yeah, she's hanging out in the all girl, all naked massage room in the which, hotel. Which take me there. How do I check into uh, that? Yes. Um, wait, I have been. To These that. Turkish women, very modern. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's what the, it's what the T in LGBT stands for. <laughs> Turkish. Here's like yeah, Turkish and, women are not women. Yeah, lesbian, gay, bisexual, Turk. You know. Yeah. Uh, um. So the tiger comes to see her, and and she's like, "Oh, show him tell. in." And they're like, "Do you want to get dressed first? And she's like, "Nah." No pussy out. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she says when when the tiger walks in, she's like, "Thank you so much for saving our life yesterday." You know, you're going to be our personal bodyguard. Much like an umbrella knife, if you have the pussy, you probably want to spend a lot of your time, like, brandishing it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Um, yeah. And she says, oh, you must come shopping with us because we are women and women be shopping. Yeah. Much like an OSS Sondi set, right? The thing that you can do as a man with a woman is to, like, take her out shopping and awkwardly carry all of her bags that she spends all of the money in the world. Yeah. I mean, would you not? 
Oh, certainly. I'd do and it. I mean, again, I, yeah. I would love to see Daniel Craig's Bond go on this girl's day out and have to carry like some rich lady's yeah. like handbag. That would just be really funny because it kind of sells the idea that the tiger is like this is kind of a boring mission for him. Yeah, and yeah, I like yeah. that as a build up because you know if we if we know straight from the start like Bond, the Russians have stolen a nuke, then we know the stakes. But it's kind of nice actually when it's like Bond, this is bullshit, but somebody's made you do it anyway, and then we uncover the plot. Like that's fun. Bond, yeah. you seem to have forgotten they actually work here instead of just kind of like fucking around. <laughs> yeah, and you have to do the like yeah. But so it, it, what's happening in this is that Benitez is following them around, mm. and there's some. Fascinating cinematography in what is oh, otherwise quite see? a boring scene. The There's shot a... with the Eiffel oh, Tower. Yes, Dude. yes, yes, yes. So, so he, they're, they're they're in front of the Eiffel Tower. They're like chatting. It's not really important, but the way that they have like uh, Benitez introduced as like following them is he looms into this long shot right close up so like he looks massive to light his cigarette in front of the camera. It's fantastic. Yeah, it's like you get the Eiffel Tower. You've got them. Like in the palm of his hand, you've got his face in profile lighting a cigarette, and it's like yeah. you—they don't film movies like this in this genre anymore. It's like I know. Oh, it's—I I don't know. know. I just really enjoyed that. Um, there's also a great line um, <laughs> to to this uh, this man's wife, where the the tiger is like, "Your your mother has good taste in daughters." To Daniela Bianchi, yeah. <laughs> yeah, because there's this like, weird yeah. dynamic of like, which one is he gonna fuck or both? Like, who knows? It's it's for it's for daughter. Come on. Mm. Yeah, it is the daughter. You don't uh, but- cast Danny. This is the movie she made immediately after. Mm. Um, from nah. Russia with Love, by the way. Yeah. So so having been shopping, what else do women love? Women love miniature trains. Yep. They they they, they take him on. That's a tiny train. It's it's tiny train world. And the tiger loves miniature trains, naturally. Yeah, of course. That was one of the alternate titles of this movie in certain markets. <laughs> the tiger is very particular about it. The yeah. tiger knows a lot about certain narrow gauge. <laughs> knows a lot about trains. The tiger knows a remarkable amount. Of- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is the thing with this podcast. Sometimes you labour for hours trying to find a bit where, like, Jason Bourne acts a bit like a fisherman, right? And it doesn't really work. And sometimes, minute two of a movie, you're like, that guy's autistic. Like, he's and it's stimming. always funny. That motherfucker is stimming. <laughs> you forget, we did this with Jason Bourne when he was like, I know all the license plates of all the cars in the car park outside, but we did this same bit. Sometimes in the course of doing a podcast, you have one good joke, and that's what if the main character of this movie was autistic? Yeah, yeah, you know. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, if we're not going to keep going. So, so <laughs> behind a couple of carriages behind them is the smaller Benitez brother, and he is dressed as a cowboy. Bro is dressed as Mike TV. Mike TV, yes! I should say he is also like fully like armed, and a woman next to him who does not who does not (laughs) know him like decides to learn the lesson that you can always go for a cowboy's service weapon. Mm -hmm. You can, you can just do it. And she just grabs his gun out of his holster, like, "Hey, cool cool toy gun!" And he's like, "Yeah, totally," and puts the like bullets back in it. You could with cowboys. They hadn't invented the kind of holster that you have to do the weird shit to to get it out. Yeah, yeah. You could just take it out of any. Yeah, you can just grab a cowboy's gun. I, yeah. I, I said service weapon there, which is very funny. Cowboy service weapon. <laughs> 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 oh, 
wow, that's such a Freudian. Um, so, yeah, so yeah. All, ca- all, all cowboys are cops. Mm. A, a cop. Um, <laughs> so later on, Q uh, is laughing at Tiger because because they've they've obviously been like secretly following him around and filming the the day out. So yeah, they're course. laughing at these images of like him like carrying all these bags and also of him uh, taking Mrs. Baskin to the swimming pool and kissing yeah, her. Deranged swimming cap situation. Yeah, yes. yeah. Thank you. It pans <laughs> up her legs and you're supposed to be like, oh mama, look at these. Le-. And then it gets to her head and I'm like, what the fuck are you wearing? Babe? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's she looks covered like in like fake petals or some shit. She- yeah, <laughs> she does. She the Outback Steakhouse yeah. strip, you know. So, but yeah, so he is. He is like kissed her. His boys are like fucking razzing him in the group chat, which back in the day took the form of they bring in a projector and like show you some film of you fumbling a bunch of packages and be like. Ah, Anyone ever was like this, you and like put a slide of acetate on an overhead projector? I would be fucked. <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck. The roast of Devon. No. <laughs> um, and then Mister, uh, well, sorry, Mrs. Baskin and her daughter have this conversation. Like, yo, are you gonna fuck mm. the tiger? And they're both like, mm, yeah, maybe. Not, like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and then this is great bit where her husband comes in and is like. Well, I was going to take you to the opera tonight, but like there's been a death threat against me, so I should probably stay in the hotel. If only someone could take you to the opera, or somebody I trust and who isn't like sexually virile <laughs> and interested in fucking you both. <laughs> Tiger, would you like to go to the opera with my we, wife we, and hot daughter? The thing is, we, we're assuming that Baskin is a cuck, as opposed to doing like ethical non-monogamy here. Maybe he's feeling compulsion. Maybe he's like, please, fuck my wife. Like, y- you don't know. It's possible. I mean, he doesn't yeah. seem particularly uncomfortable about any of us. No. Um, Tur- again, Turks very modern yeah. on on this. Sh- this. I'm really pushing this like new national stereotype <laughs> that Turks are like extremely sexually progressive. <laughs> it doesn't seem to have impacted the podcast either. <laughs> no, it's. <laughs> how 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 fucking hot do you have to be to like fuck two thirds of us? Like <laughs> genuinely. Extremely. Yeah, you're not gonna get that yeah. fucking last Two third thirds. either. For now. <laughs> you're not getting that last third. I'm locked up tighter than fucking uh-huh. um Morton Joe's wives, this dude. Is, I'm this out is of here. This is a joke for one person. <laughs> that's right. Can I talk about this shot that didn't that's yeah, yeah, in this please. scene? Yeah, let's, no move, let's move us on. Let's move us on. Alright, okay, I'll do this. They put a shot in here that's unbelievably hard to do, just kind of for no fucking reason. Like mm. the mm. The wife and the daughter, I don't remember, go over to this fucking... They open the medicine cabinet up and they just sweep the whole room with the mirror, including where the camera obviously has to fucking be. How the fuck did they do that? And I was like, you cunt, you piece of shit. You you just (laughs) did that because you were like, but I could. (laughs) You did that to show off. He was just bored and he was like, yeah, I'll just do this Mm. in the middle of it. Um, Appreciate like getting a work a day, like doing it for the money job and deliberately making it harder for yourself. So it's like a challenge. Like he's directing with weights on like Goku or something. (laughs) (laughs) It's just really funny. I know. So so you got to go to the opera. to direct it blindfolded for a challenge. (laughs) And fucking Kubasi is there as well, looking sinister. Uh, we see the daughter is using the opera glasses to like uh, gather data on Le Tigre. She's like watching him. She's oh, like, extreme, man, he's fucking hot. Extremely cunt uh, to like not watch an opera, but to watch a hot person with opera glasses. Very cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, on on the way out, by the way, 
uh, of the Turkish embassy. They're like, oh, and this birdcage came for you. And it's mm. like, yeah, we'll just put it in the thing. This, this is exactly d- what I wanted to do that time I got thrown out of the Metropolitan Opera. But like, I, yeah, I never got to do it. I still never been. What? Get smuggled back in the birdcage? No, no. Like, use the opera glasses to check out the oh, hot people. Oh, of course. I was supposed to go. So I've, I, I don't know. This is you're, like, you're like swiveling around 180 degrees in your seat looking for like horny milfs in your area. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, this is a complete fucking aside. But like, Please, um, hey. so I think it was for my like 20 something birthday. I was in New York with a girlfriend at the time who was, who was very lovely and very bougie. And she bought mm. us tickets for the Metropolitan Opera. And so we obviously were like dressed to the nines. Like she was in like a ball gown and I was, you know, in the closet at the time. So I was, you know, black tie. And mm. when we were, we were two minutes late because she was making her hair look absolutely perfect. Um, and we walked up to the Metropolitan Opera and we didn't realize this, but when you go to the Met Opera, if you are two minutes late, they will not let you in because yeah. the doors are closed. And they said, I'm very sorry. You cannot come in. I don't care how much you fucking paid for the tickets. Absolutely not. Goodbye. Um, and so we were like, well, fuck, I guess we'll just like go out to a bar dressed like this. And we just had a fucking great time. We just I like, want to really out. highlight. She was in a ball gown and I was in the closet is a crazy sentence. And oh, I really, really so like that. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> just, just like artism. At the end of the night, she was out of the ball gown, but I was still mm. in the closet. <laughs> <laughs> so... I mean, the, the other thing is, I, I, I'm just too distracted thinking about the concept of horny milfs at the opera because the opera is like the ideal. That's like, where they're at. That's where they. I gotta. I gotta start going to the opera. Listen, I it's just the got, opera or cruises. Mm. That's where yeah. the horny milfs mm. are. Yeah, but like in particular, there's a real sort of class character to the horny opera milf that suggests that like th- this is a woman who operates like a foundation, and I'm like, <laughs> adopt me. <laughs> Adopt me, take me home. Yeah, yeah, like, I need to go to the opera. I've still never been. I should go. Uh, I mean, we've got to go to the opera. Yeah, yeah right. Works out to the so opera. I so close to going to the opera one time. I know. And just never did again. That's mm. so fucking good. So, so, so uh, what, of course, what happens is legitimately the Ocean's Eleven move of like, there's no way a small man could be small enough to fit in that thing. Uh, where, like, <laughs> j- just the guy gets out of the birdcage. And what he does is he tries to garrote Baskin with his bow tie. Sorry, I just want to just just point out that the, yes. the, the, the assassin cuts his way out of the birdcage yes, with does. a knife, yep. Yep. puts the knife away, yeah. and then tries to assassinate this man with a bow tie. It's very, very particular about, you know... It's cunt, I think, because like they hold the shot the entire time he's undoing the bow tie. I think yeah. he just wanted to. I think. Yeah, but, and he he does him Luca Brasi style. What, like, what is the opposite of a Kronstein rosette? Because this guy just completely fucks up. <laughs> he loses the bag hard on yeah, this one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and in the course of doing him Luca Brasi style, Baskin manages to like hit his like panic button thing. Uh, forcing his assassin mm. to flee and hide himself in a tiny cupboard where every guard is then like, oh, there's no way a man could be tiny enough to hide in there. <laughs> Real blind spots on mm. these guys. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Um, uh, one of them tries to like slap his dead boss awake, which is very funny. Yeah. He's not even dead. I no, he survives. Um, I think he's out, yeah. Yeah. But he tries to like slap him awake, mm. which is, uh, you know, not great for your career security. Meanwhile. That's what they used to train you as CPR. Uh, Meanwhile, at the opera, this woman on stage, by the way, a couple of shots of her pure Abby, like a couple of genuinely, like absolute Mm. spits. Yeah, and I mean, it's (laughs) that's not good because it doesn't end well for her. 
Yeah. Well, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't recognize the opera because it's in French, and you know, what kind of barbarian goes to the <laughs> opera in French? Um, but yeah, uh, terrible. There's <laughs> so, only so, ever German. Fuck off. <laughs> German or Italian, please. Uh, but yeah, th- th- I think there is genuinely an entire essay to be written about some of the fucking cinematography. And, really good. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, so, so a, how to describe this? A guy tries to like disguise himself in a wig, gets on stage, and murders the singer in order to provide a distraction. But throughout, you're like holding on her reaction, which is sort of confused and ambiguous about whether or not this is like she's still you know, singing part of the performance. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's it, yeah. There's real. There's like there's philosophy happening. You know, the, like the, this the being a French movie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> the tension is ratcheting up this whole time because yeah. like Mr. White is there clapping like a gunshot at mm. multiple mm. points during it. Just rip. Yeah. Ah. Ooh. And he does the same thing he does at the at the start, where like you have the shot of this this opera singer, and then you see a guy in the distance, like far back from set, mm-hmm. appear and start walking forwards. Mm. Yeah, it's really good. Nice. It's I don't know. It's so really- the the singer gets stabbed, <laughs> and in the ensuing distraction, uh, Michaela, who's the the smoke show daughter, gets kidnapped. Uh, yeah, I would hate for this to happen. And the tiger yeah. runs at uh, the opera too. And the tiger runs after them, uh, but gets knocked out and fails. So, so like my my ideal opera date. Uh, yeah. So he he gets he gets owned. He gets like ambushed. He gets hit in the head. Fails. And his his boys wake him up with a beer and a ham sandwich. Nice. Which fantastic, you know. And what he he does is he engages in. Sandwich reasoning. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I didn't really He's follow like, this, but whatever. I, 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 I need some tools to help me understand what's happening to me. What is immediately in front of me? Uh, ham sandwich. And using the teaching tool of the ham sandwich, mm-hmm. he learns that there's not one gang involved, but there's two. Yeah, because he says, well, why, why kidnap the daughter if your goal is to kill the dad? What is the point of that? And he realizes, oh... There's like two gangs here competing against each other. Mm-hmm. And they didn't know that these two attacks were happening on the same night, the opera and the hotel room. Yeah. And this is this yeah. is the Benitez brothers and Dombrowski, as we've yeah, seen. The Bloodjob brothers and, and Dombrowski. The Bloodjob brothers and, and and Mr. White. The thing is, is yeah. like what I really like is that the assassination attempt is the thing with the telescope at the airport and all of the rest of this is just like the two groups involved in planning it scrabbling to come out on top. Yeah, after yeah. After this yeah. failed attempt, I really, really like that. Because they know the that setup. whoever fails is going in the fucking piranha tank. Yeah, the they're getting blowfelded. Like yeah. they know yeah. that they're going to have to touch a metal plate if mm-hmm. they don't to drink the water, the brown this. water, and die. So, so we get one very short scene of like the insanely hot wife yelling at M, mm-hmm. who 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 says that like you know fuck all this progressive Turkish feminism shit. This is France, and he says my line is monkey rest sur ma tête. My my you know my cap stays on my head, which is a great little line. Latigre remembers that they just captured like five guys at the airport. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Go, Go, goes into oh, weather interrogating one five insanely loose angle of <laughs> lean across the desk. He just like lies on the desk, yeah. like fucking paint me like one of your French girls. It's like, like, just like hey, a phone up? cord around his fingers. So tell me, Bessie, like you know, did you uh, assassinate anybody? Like, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They do something really clever, which is that they've got these two guys who they arrested who aren't talking to them, and so Tiger says, "Right, we're going to torture you." So he he drags them both into a prison. Uh, area and then he takes one yeah. of them into a cell 
um, mm. and like gags him. And then um, they like fake torture him. They make yeah. like torture noises. So the guy in the other cell can like hear them. And they even like rip their clothes and like the tiger gets like fake blood paint on him. Whilst, whilst all his boys are making the noise from the last movie we did. It's like, ah, goo. <laughs> Like they were playing like a series of guard yeah, reaction yeah. noises. They were just they're, like they pretend beating this guy up. Meanwhile, mm. he's like just sat there. He's like got sellotape over his mouth or something, mm. just looking confused as fuck the entire time. Yeah. And it keeps cutting back to this guy outside who's sweating. Yeah, his buddy's really scared. And then, then like the tiger, uh, they even say really loud, like, "Oh, he's he's we broken his jaw. Oh, he, oh, it's like oh, he's like really suffering now." Um, and then uh, they go back in to see. Mm the second guy and he's like no no don't i'll tell you everything i'll tell you everything it's really really good um so he says yeah we work for mr white uh he's uh he's a dude he's an alcoholic girlfriend um Mm -hmm. and also uh there's like a little person who's involved and then the tiger has this line where he says go and pick up all the dwarves in paris (laughs) (laughs) yeah canonically by the way this works canonically yeah and the, the order is just like round up all the dwarves in paris and then like, somebody says all of them. Be. He goes, all of them. Yeah, yeah. So, so he he like fakes some torture. They do some folia, and then he decides to, as you say, do a kind of yeah. like little person genocide. This is the least... direct line. Yeah, <laughs> is is round up all the dwarves in Paris. Yeah, like excuse me. First of all, yeah. that's got to be a high number, mm-hmm. right? Second yeah. of all, like at the very least, not a low number, not a kind of like round up immediately mm-hmm. kind of number but second of all like i mean I, I know he's kind of like a french cop and therefore to a french cop in 1964 like round up all the x in paris is a sentence that comes from relatively naturally mm-hmm. they say right? it like roughly once a day mm-hmm. yeah but like uh okay so <laughs> and and then i i don't know if i think this is meant to be a joke but then they just kind of go yeah okay mm-hmm yeah. It doesn't show up later. There isn't like a sort of like scene of like you know every interrogation room stuffed yeah. full of like small men. No, later know? they just like actually get the real guy, and I'm just like canonically, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> canonically not, they not did because this of... because they just issued a fucking order. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There was like, no dragnet operation to secure this guy. Yeah, but... put it, like put it on the radio. Like yeah. if you are under like five foot one, report yourself to the nearest police station. Sort of thing. Short like, kings <laughs> report it. Yeah, like, yeah. Did you do yeah. a murder? And like what? All right. You can go. You fucking do. <laughs> but, so, but so, having tortured information out of the guy, they learn that they have to go to next location. And mm, next which location is a wrestling is, match. Mm-hmm. Is the, the wrestling match. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, uh, and man, French wrestling of the sixties is is wild. You see, so yeah, man. Fuck. First it's, of it's all, all safety equipment, none, absolutely <laughs> none. zero. Just two big dudes slapping meat mm-hmm. like crazy mm-hmm. shit. Just throwing each other all over the shot. They have a, a shot of a lady in the crowd who is enjoying herself so much. Mm. Oh, yeah. Um, more than is really necessary. But the tiger... She's looking like Alice at the opera. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I, I mean, the thing is, right, again... Wrestling we're back with the to, opera glasses. Like. We're back to philosophy. If you've read Roland Barthes' mythologies, he has a long, long segment in there about, about wrestling, and about wrestling as like, this sort of spectacle. And as with the opera, we get a, a scene of like a spectacle of violence collapsing into, into real violence, mm. because... Your boy, the tiger, goes backstage and is like, you know, picks the meanest looking wrestler in there and is like, where's this guy Dubrovsky? Where's Mr. White? 
a fight breaks out and they intercut the fight on stage, which is, you know, faked with the fight on, uh, you know, backstage, which isn't, except they're both fake because it's a film. You know, there's layers to this shit. And maybe I'm seeing shit that isn't there. But... And the wrestling looks more real than the fight choreography. And yeah, the fight, not great. <laughs> I, I really liked this fight scene. Genuinely. Like, I, I, for me, there's sort of like uh, a sort of element of comedy in it that sort yes. of prefigures a lot of Hong Kong stuff that we've seen. Yes, I suppose. You know? I think I think there's stuff that like you know Jackie Chan does that like he he slaps a guy for answers and he gives him a partial answer. He slaps the next guy for like more yeah, of the answer. Yeah, I've, I'll I'll give you the full breakdown of this one. It's very very yeah, good. Um, he he hits one guy and he's like, "Where does Dubrovsky live?" And the guy's like, says some French street shame. He's like, "Rue and there," and then fucking collapses. He hits a second guy and he's like, what building number? And the guy's mm -hmm. like, eight. <laughs> he hits a third guy. Third guy gets brought up to him. And this is, these are huge fucking mm. guys, by the way. Yeah, these yeah. guys are massive. And he's like, what floor? <laughs> and the guy's like, fifth. And then he yeah. kicks one other guy in the ass and he grabs both cheeks and goes, it's first on the left when you get out of the elevator. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. Pitch yeah. perfect. Mm, yeah, Beautiful. it's really yeah. good. Yeah. What's his also postcode? Yeah. <laughs> just just small sort of small sort of detail that I noted, mm. which is as they're kicking the shit out of each other, there is a robe in the background, which you know, like a wrestling like sort of like robe mm. that you come out in, which has the name on the back, and the name on the back is just stains. Like <laughs> oh. <laughs> just like the grossest wrestler. Mm. I would you know, fucking sort of, hate. Sure, I hope it doesn't. Um <laughs> Yeah, what's what's your gimmick? So I, I just kind of mostly turn stuff a different worse colour. Yeah. Like, um, so stains comes out. What is what is this? Vanish oxy action. Let's. So next in the movie, Mr. White's house. Uh, the mm. Big Brother arrives uh, just before Tiger, and um, this is where we learn that Mr. White's girlfriend is an alcoholic, and like he's keeping her out of the asylum. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, yes. um, White says, "Yo, I've got the smoke show daughter, Michaela. I want a million dollars." And then, like, I, also, I don't want Turkey to get the Jets. We we kind of forgot about that. We lost sight of it, but whatever. Point, like, bottom line is, Mr. White is out for himself in this. And the mm. big brother is like, look, you don't want to fuck with Blofeld, okay? You will, you, if, have you ever seen a piranha? Have you ever seen? <laughs> you know what? Have you touch your hand to a metal plate? Yeah, have you ever seen it, that shit? I mean, the thing is, it's, it, it, it's a really interesting sort of little ransom scheme. Yeah. Right? Which is, I, you know, I, it, he has the daughter. If he kills her, then not only do you lose all your leverage, but like then Baskin has to be like, oh, you know, as a sort of stalwart survivor of terrorism, I think it's now more important than ever to do the jets, and the deal stays on. So if you pay him off, he gives the daughter back, and you can go on with murdering him to prevent the thing. So, like, so Dubrovsky is just trying to do crime like normal style? Yeah, whereas, like, he's doing crime on criminals. Yeah, he's doing whereas, crime too, baby. Whereas, yeah, he's, well, he's doing crime one, normal crime, not like Blofeld <laughs> piranha shit crime. Yeah. He's doing crime classic, whereas oh, like shit. these guys cool are trying original? to do like new, new like hot and spicy crime where you do shit with like Blofeld and international blackmail, and he's just like, no, just give me fucking money or I'll kill a girl. Like yeah. he's like, I've got a girl, I'll kill her if yeah. you don't give me money, and they're like, oh. watch me mistreat my girlfriend, I'll slap her on the ass, she's too drunk to notice, like. That's right. Mm. The tiger infiltrates this flat by climbing up the drain pipe, and because the girlfriend is too drunk, she like sees him in the kitchen with a gun and just like gives him a little wave because you know yeah. she's not really like compost mentis, which again sucks. Yes, like this is its big like comic relief sort of moment here. It's just like. Uh, bad. So at this point, the big brother goes to meet Blofeld and is like, "Look, we're being blackmailed." And and the tiger tails them and listens in. 
And Blofeld, uh, do we see his face at this point? We do. Uh, yeah, we, we do. And yeah. surprise, surprise, it's the fucking most evil-looking man in the world. Amazing. What were the odds? And they're like, okay, okay we're going to pay him the one million, and then we'll kill him later. Whatever, fine. Um, send your little brother to pick up a briefcase from the airport locker that we planted at the start. It's, it's like got all the fucking cash in it. Um, but of course, the tiger intercepts the little brother because they're like, oh, you, you're a little person in Paris. Round up this guy. And they go. Yeah, because he, he, yeah. he yeah. <laughs> Did not need to, because he was already following him. They yeah. didn't need to do the kind of ethnic cleansing yeah. thing, you know. Like, it, not only have they like rounded up every little person in Paris, but like it has not helped them at all. Mm. It's just kind of been completely irrelevant to the thing. <laughs> and this guy has been able to like just like walk around unimpeded. Yeah, yeah. They arguably they got every little person in Paris except the one they needed. Yes. Yeah. I mean, so they're like. Uh, Fuck. Yeah. Anyway, it's not even in a movie. They've just got them all in like a big room somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At no point does the tiger go, "Hey, we should probably let all those other guys go." Yeah. So presumably they're still like in prison to this day. Mm. Um. But the little brother, he cooperates for a pardon deal mm. immediately. He's like, "So what? I'll get pardoned?" They're like, "Yeah." He's like, "Cool. Yeah. Whatever. Okay. I work for you now. No problem." Um. Mm-hmm. And then he goes to see Mr. White with the money. Uh. And the white and Mr. White takes him to where Michaela's being held. Yes, which is the wet the wet mansion, yeah. except it's not wet anymore. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they finally the managed mansion? to drain this. I, oh, he's only got one mansion. It might be the same set. This guy's like small uh, time enough. I think he's got one mansion, and he thinks that's like no, cool. because the 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 original mansion was in Turkey. Is the thing, and this isn't. Well, yeah, because he was still in oh, Turkey. Oh, was it not? Maybe it's the yeah, same he, set. It just looks so yeah. fucking similar, like all of the interiors. He, he ran from the Turkish cops and oh. then was driven oh, yeah. within so Turkey right. to, the, yeah. to the Turkish wet mansion. The wet Turkey, basted Turkey, yeah. Um, Jesus, I need a fucking, like, I, every scene needs to start telling me where the location is. Yeah. I'm losing my mind. You need, you need that thing where it's like Paris, it's the Eiffel Tower, yeah. 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 But yeah, at the start yeah. of every scene. Yeah. I just, yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, at this point, uh, Dubrovsky slaps Mikhailov mm. for no good reason. He just loves to hit a woman. Um, he does this, yes. He's a bad dude. But the tiger and the boys, they break into the compound through the expedient of an uncle chop, which we love to see. That's right. And, and the thing is, right, uh, so first of all, shout out to the two henchmen on the lawn of the mansion who are just like clay pigeon shooting tin cans. Yeah, yeah. dudes rock. Uh, there's like every so often, it, it's it's very very hitman level. There's just like gunshots every so often. Uh, but yeah, so so <laughs> the most insulting Uncle Chop is the way I've written this down because what they do is they they lure one guy out of the guardhouse and knock him out with the Uncle Chop, and then his I guess like. Special needs brother yeah. shows oh, up. What was this? And uh, more comic relief, I guess. And is also then Uncle Chopped into. So you've just like taken out like a vulnerable guy and his carer with two Uncle Chops, which feels ableist. Com- feels yeah. is, I think. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, for this like this like simple Jack guy comes and it's like pretty insulting the way he's done and it just gets like you know. Uncle Chops. Uh, anyway, um, Dubrovsky's like, Dubrovsky's like, yo, I'm doing crime one. Uh, to keep it simple, so you've delivered me the money for the ransom. Uh, fuck you. Actually, I'm gonna tie yeah, you up. Smart. I'm gonna, crime I'm one. gonna burn the house down with you and Michaela inside. And by the time anybody figures out what's happened, I'm gonna have skipped town with a million dollars in cash. 
Smart. It's yeah. crime one. Um, crime one. It's crime classic. Like yeah. this is good yeah. crime. Yeah. Yeah. This is smart. This is simple. Yeah. He's also he's got no fucking good henchmen. This guy's no. fucked it. He's, he's got nobody on. left. He's moving with the confidence of a man who has like twenty competent goons, but every one of his goons is fucking shit. It's goonless. Like and, and goonless. They work their way through and take them out. Uh, also, the whole time Duva, <laughs> Duva like, is there. No goons. <laughs> L boom. ratio cope seethe mold. No goons. Uh, the, the whole time du- Duve is there and he's like, "Do you want to check out this backwards gun?" I really think you should take the backwards gun. Yeah, the backwards he's, he's gun. like, I did it, I did the fucking backwards gun, dude. God, just take <laughs> it with so you. He's so proud of it. He's so proud of the backwards he's gun. Like, he's I like, I don't want the backwards gun. He's like, come on, just have just, it on you, but be careful. Yeah. Yeah, but watch out. the gun that kills you. She shoots backwards. Um, yeah. So, At this point, we so, get the one good fight in the movie. Yeah, I mean, so... Tiger so, versus Mr. White. Little detail is the tiger uh, slams the door for the big confrontation part of this. Part of the door flies off, and they <laughs> kept that shot in, which I just really nice. like. He just like enters the thing, and like the little hinge or whatever, just like f- is flung across the room. Um, Hell yeah, real. Yeah, they have absolutely. a fight. How you want to enter any room? It's mm. really good, and the way the tiger wins it is he does a flying headbutt over the table to yep. the crotch. The whole fight, he's losing at the start. Like, this is crazy. This whole fight is so it's just two two white boys going at it, like slamming against (laughs) each other. It's crazy. They're going all over the shop. He's losing. Clothes are getting ripped. There's fake blood coming from both of their faces. Like it this is not a James Bond like suave fight. These are just two dudes. Just imagine seeing James Bond win a fight by doing a flying headbutt to the crotch. More fights should end this way. Like that shit. Opening shot of the first new Bond movie. (laughs) If you see that, that's how you know they've headhunted us. They got us all good. Yeah, that that will be like Newcastle Bond. Yeah, you know that's his introduction. (laughs) More more fights should end this way. Link should beat Ganondorf this way. Just like. He's got like a sort of a bandage on his head, and the guy is like, "Made you feel it, did he?" Well, the second one is, <laughs> times forward, <laughs> quite considerably, just obliterates that every guy's opening dick and move, yeah. headbutt, every yeah. closing move, headbutt. <laughs> He's hammering it, triangle. If you get good enough at headbutt, you don't fucking need a second move. All right, I don't fear the guy that's practiced a thousand moves. <laughs> Once I fear the guy who's practiced a headbutt a thousand times. He's had enough Botox in his forehead that it's just like burn. It's armor plated. My man is like an old dinosaur. It's like a leathery mm. forehead. Oh. They blow. He's got a metal plate put in his forehead. If, right. This is our new concept for for James Bond novelty henchman. He's got. He's just called forehead. Yeah, and, and as an extra joke, it's going to be played by me. <laughs> just nut him anyway. yeah. but, but I have so much more forehead like anyway they, so, so Dubrovsky gets arrested they get rescued and then the size of the forehead it's what you do with it it's the girth yeah side have you, side, have you seen J.K. Rowling's fucking forehead woof mm. J- uh, Benitez Benitez Senior the, the like bigger brother shows oh, yeah. up and he does have goons yeah he's got goons oh it's the Blurjob brothers yeah mm, this yeah. guy's got goons he's got crazy goons he's, I screen capped one guy 
I don't know how to describe him, but he's perfect, man. They have like Sten guns and like Mat 49s, all the like, you know, real 60s shit. Yeah. I like that he's here to defend his little brother. He's like, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. I'm kidnapping and, everybody and we'll sort it out later. Mm. Yeah. And, and the whole time, Duvet is kind of visibly like, use the backwards gun. <laughs> he's like, use the backwards fuck. gun. He's like, trick so him into picking up the backwards gun. <laughs> so excited. But he doesn't trick him into picking up the backwards gun. He doesn't. Um, instead, they go to the car crashing yard and. There's a weird kilt guy who I think we're supposed to know who it is. I have I don't, no clue. Who sort of like follows them along with a bunch of goons. Yes. This is the tiger's mate. Uh, yeah. The leopard. The servant. Like, yeah. Fuck is the, this the, guy? I don't, I don't know what his fursona is, mm. but he is wearing Highland dress. <laughs> yeah. Probably a cow then. The tiger likes fresh haggis. <laughs> I don't talk about first summoners because there is a line in passing in the sort of briefing thing that M gives him where he talks about how he was a commando in like World War II. Uh, and he says, like, oh, all that time spent wearing the leopard suit. And I was like, what? <laughs> He's like, that's so, over now. Oh, it's in man, the past. That must have been like, insanely hmm? hot in there. Oh. They, they reassigned him to Tiger from Leopard, I guess. Can you, can you imagine if you were like a Nazi and you saw a furry coming at you in a tiger suit? <laughs> you fucked. Yeah, no. It's over. Basically, for you. basically over, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're, 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 bas- you're basically done. If the goose cooks you, that's fucked. Oh, shite. <laughs> oh, if a, a goose fursuit and you're like, yeah, it looks like you just got cooked by the goose. Easy. With a flamethrower? Oh, amazing. Easy mode. Alright, so. <laughs> custom right. character Second, Battlefield. Second Bond henchman we've put together. Is a fairy. Just a Just a normal ass fairy. So Benitez is going to throw them all in the car crash here, and he's taking his time with it. He's leaning into the Blofeld thing. But Kubasi really is. Is, is getting nervous, and he drives I over like there. like that he, he turns up, he's like, What are you doing? Just shoot them. Just kill them. Just fuck it. You have a submachine gun. Easy. You he know? really does come over and he's like, Boys, kill no them. No witnesses. How, how <laughs> difficult <go>. is that? <laughs> but yeah, Michaela kisses Tiger followed. for no reason because of an Indian yeah, yeah, Women yeah. exist for men. The, the Scottish guy was following Kubasi, which is how come uh, the like French reinforcements show up. Mm. Um, and Kubasi tries to escape in his car. His car gets stuck. And the Scottish guy goes to shoot him. And the Tiger goes, No. I had another plan. <laughs> Tiger goes, is, holy shit, wait a minute. <laughs> the, the, the car is stationary, right? You you could literally just walk up and pull him out of the car. No, what the Tiger no. does is very slowly turn the big crane electromagnet around, pick up the car, and they film this in like one yeah. constant yeah. shot with the actual guy half out of the car. They basically crush a car with an actor in it. Yeah. I, like, my, all my notes are full caps. I'm like, holy shit, are they going to squeeze him? Are mm-hmm. they going to kill this guy? You got to be Fucking kidding me! He gets out. He does. They don't yeah, kill they this guy. D- he like at a walking pace simply gets out of the car. He's like, that's crazy, and then climbs out of the car. And I wrote, boo, boo. He doesn't even have a line about my car. Like, oh, oh, my car. My, my note is back in the day, every film budget's like, like every line item on a budget in a movie was like, we bought a beautiful Chrysler and crushed it. And now every yeah. line item's like computer. Yeah, we paid a guy to yeah. use the computer. Disgusting. They fully just like put an actor inside a car with like no safety glass. Not invented yet. They're just like, yeah, we're just gonna like two thirds crush this and we're gonna stop the thing before you get crushed, probably. Gorgeous Roller saying, Are you ready to die for the tiger likes fresh blood? Yeah. 
when he said like I was I was going like all in on this shit, he was not kidding. Oh yeah, he like, meant there's body counts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> real sort of like real jodpers and sort of like uh, newsboy cap kind of directing style right there. It's like, Bring on the empty horses, you know? Fuck. Um but at so, this point Mr. Uh, White is like, I liked it better when I was the villain of the film. He takes Michaela hostage, yeah. but he takes her hostage. Using the gun, the, gun. That shoots you the gun that shoots backwards. He takes the gun that shoots backwards. And it cuts yeah. over to fucking Duvay. Duvay's like, get him, fucking do it, do it, do it. <laughs> Duvay yeah. is seeing the shape of this. He's like, please, yeah. you have to make him shoot. Yeah, he's barely holding it together. And you see you see the tiger like approaches him like, yeah, listen, you're not going to shoot me. And he looks over at Duvay and Duvay's like giving him the double thumbs up. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, you bet, you bet. And he's like, oh, I bet. <laughs> And the guy and shoots himself. Yes. Woo! What a faith Cinema. in your boy's gadget. I like that. That's yeah. how you fucking end a movie. Mm. FX18 had the guy shoot himself with the reverse gun as well. Mm-hmm. It was shit. It was lame. It wasn't set up. This, one of the first lines from this guy in the movie is like, I, I ended up going back when I realized there was an actual director and I rewatched the opener. Um, <laughs> he goes, he's like, what if you just had a gun that shoots backwards? You just like leave it in your pocket, wait for the bad guy to grab it. And you're like, oh, <laughs> It's like foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Right at the start. There yeah. we go. Cinema. This, yeah. This this was so that's the movie, right? Like we end with a kind of like very French new wave show, just all these guys just in a junkyard. It's like, well, that just happened. Like, like a, a like, guy in huh. Highland dress is there. Like Yeah. Uh, and yeah, th- this was sort of the big French attempt after OSS Only Set to make a Bond franchise. And they only made two of them, is the problem. It was not successful. And I think, yeah, it is a shame, because I think it was, like, surprisingly, it had touches, yeah. you know? I like um, that the bad guy is arrested, rather than, like, you know, kill... I mean, one of them is killed with a gun that kills you backwards, but... The tiger is oh. way more of a cop than James Bond is. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. he, he, like, does his own, like, interrogations and stuff, and he, like, arrests people, but... It's nice to see him figuring things out as well. Yeah, absolutely. I... I Film, it, if if not for the comic relief drunk abused woman, which mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. does put a fucking downer on quite yeah. a lot of these scenes, oh, yeah. this would have been yeah. genuinely extremely funny. Yeah, yeah, like actively entertaining. Yeah, like um, properly good. Yeah, I also I, 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 I really th- like, and we don't get a lot of this with Bond either. I really like that we go from what seems to be quite an innocuous mission to a much bigger stakes deal. Mm-hmm. That's quite yeah. interesting. They're kind of like, oh well, you know, this is kind of a bit work a day, and maybe even a bit sort of morally gray to be selling these jets and protecting these two women who be shopping but then we mm. go from that to oh there's actually a bigger thing going on here that's quite nice mm. yeah and yeah. The, the end goal of all this is again to just like sell some fighter jets to turkey which you know comes off uh, i yeah i think there's genuinely something to be said for re-examining this one and i think smarter people who know about films more than me should watch the opera scene again and mm. write something about it because yeah. I, I think there's like Something that I can't quite put my finger on that is absolutely worth uh, mm. worth sort of writing about. I think there's a there's a, like a cahier du cinema thing yeah. in there, which we can put our finger on a science based system. That's true. Say, we'll get to that in a sec. I'm going to say I'm I'm going to make this film available somehow. <laughs> I'm going to find yeah. like a, a link to put this out because this, you I just genuinely post that shit think on Twitter this is. Yeah, look underneath the tweet where I announced this movie. Mm. Like yeah, we it's literally right just there. have we I'll have just a, a drive where people have found. 
every one of these movies. So I, the beautiful I mean, people, hogs have found these movies. I've been asking, like, where where can I watch, you know, FX eighteen or whatever if I want to watch along? I I think <laughs> don't don't watch FX eighteen. Don't don't do watch FX eighteen. That's the only one so far where I've been like, don't waste your time. Let <laughs> no, us get yeah. on this Skip grenade ahead for you. To the scene where the, where like Jimmy Olsen, the Zuma guy, gets like, ah! Shadow of yeah. Evil, Tiger likes fresh blood. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Great Spy Chase, I think, good. is also going to be good. Yes, really uh, looking forward to that one. Absolutely. Um, but we do have ah, a science. Yes, system. it's called Scum System. It stands for Smum, Cultural Insensitivity, Unprovoked Violence, and Misogyny. Smummy is the tiger likes fresh blood. Hard to know. I don't have a good. I feel like French people can get away with it. There's a higher baseline. Mm, I think it's, it's it's quite sardonic in yeah. places. Yeah. Um. And I, I, but the thing is, I really like it. Is the problem? Mm. Um, like even the sort of like comic wrestler thing. That's smarmy, but it's also to me funny. Yeah, I I wanted I, I want to take a point off for sincerity because I do like that they they don't really super engage with it, but they do at least like mention the moral ambiguity of the mission about the selling the jets. It's like, oh well, yeah, that's yeah. what we're doing, I guess. So I don't know. I could Absolutely. go see my way to like a three. Yeah, I would say three. Mm. Cultural yeah. insensitivity. Uh, round up every dwarf in Paris. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fucking insensitive, I would say. It, it's it's pretty neutral on Turkey, I would say. Like yeah. it, it's just like yeah, it's this a country. They they are guys unusually sexually licentious women um, who aren't Turkish. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Italian, whatever. So kind of Turkish. The same. Yeah, Italy, yeah, Italy is basically it, it, Greece, and Greece is basically Turkey. Turkey. So that's, that's fine. Right, mm. That's right. Yeah. Uh, that's the real stance of the podcast. Kill James Bond. The yeah, main cast, right. inheritors of the Phoenician Empire. Main cast mm. is pretty white. There yes, is. That's true. Yeah. Uh, as as far as I can tell, the only black person in the movie is like the projectionist. Of yes, the I also wrote that down. Fighter thing. <laughs> that's the one uh, black person in the movie. Yeah. But in terms of sort of like active, uh, like snobbery, or there whatever. is one line that that Duvet has where he says, "Oh, I see the Turks have surprisingly good taste in women," which I'm like, "What?" Mm. Mm. I mean, yeah, I think pretty. I think this like, is low. Like it's pretty low. I would say a three again. Yeah, you know? sure. That kind of like sure. '60s emission stuff. Mm. Yeah. Um, Unprovoked, unprovoked violence. violence. I mean, it was pretty low. It went up like a rocket when we decided to like crush a guy in a car crusher. Yeah, that like, that would have been an extrajudicial murder. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been. I like how they didn't do the torture though. That's yeah. true. That was clever. And I was like, oh god, here's the torture scene. And then they were like, ah, no, of course we wouldn't torture a guy. That's bad. Mm. I I do, I, it's kind. Of, it's low again. Like mm. it's low again. Mm. Um, but fortunately, this this whole movie will be. You know, buoyed up by the last score, I'm almost sure. No, so, so knowingly handing, like knowingly making a guy shoot himself is, I suppose, violent. But yeah, yeah is... but he was so excited about. It. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's right. really kind of like you're trying to you're it's trying like to help the boys. Yeah, um, I yeah, I, I think it's probably like I'd go like four, maybe. This movie does a better job of the comedy cue than like ninety percent yeah. of the actual Bond oh, movies. 100%. I could I could give it a three. I think the tiger definitely tries to commit some unprovoked violence, but like is stopped by circumstances, mm. which is I guess yeah. kind of lucky. No, I mean you did. The filmmakers decide the circumstances. I think you're right. We'll do, yeah. do three. Uh, just three threes across the board. Well, no. we're about uh, to break that trend with misogyny. 
Yes. Um, okay, so women are women exist to be fucked. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. uh, exist for the, yeah, uh, or exist for the sort of like pleasure of men. Uh, Dubrovsky is like a bad dude, and but like. And yes, that is part of the reason why he has this mistress, I suspect. Mm-hmm. But it is also just because it's supposed to be funny to an audience. Alcoholism, is, yes. alcoholism is a kind of like disease of weak-willed stupidity, and is therefore like inherently yeah. female. Yeah, reprehensible. A swing you yeah. don't want to be making if you're French. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, and the sort of like romance feels perfunctory, so but forced. at the same time, it's you know. <laughs> Yeah, I basically ignored it and had a fine movie. She just kind of kisses him at the end, and you go like, "Okay, okay." Again, like yeah, I think it, I would really like to see this remade with Daniel Craig's Bond, where like you know, okay, you've got to take this like Saudi diplomat's wife shopping. Don't fuck her, James Bond, or like legit, legit. I know we always say this every time, bro, but like seriously, this could cause an you international will get bone incident. Sword. You will get bone do sword. Do not do this. Like yeah. that would be a really good like. But she's like you know horny and coming on to him because she's an opera milf. Yeah, that would be a working great film. Writers of James Bond, Amazon, hire me. Hire me to write James Bond. Us, hire all of us. us. Wow, all three of look us. at that fucking yeah. poor poppy shit. Needed. Dropped us wow. the second there was a yeah. chance to get hired as soon by as Amazon. You get big, Interesting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're going to give it to Phoebe Waller-Bridge. You know they are. <laughs> Fuck. You're going to abandon uh. me and my great forehead goons <laughs> idea. <laughs> I was going to put all that in. Oh, yeah. wow, okay. <laughs> Jesus. I was going to get right, you guys well, in the Ryers room. We're going to have a discussion about this later, um, <laughs> but for the rest of the podcast, what do we think about misogyny? I mean, <laughs> I'm against it's it. It's bad. That's what we reckon, <laughs> folks. Five or six? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, ooh, I would folks. say like a five for this. It's not good. Like, no, it's 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 not good, but in a lot of ways it's not good in a way that's kind of mediocre. Yeah, but uh, it's not good in a way that they thought was funny at the time, which I don't know if that makes it better or much, much worse. I can't tell either. Yeah, yeah like the, the beating the woman as, as a punchline is pretty it's a punchline. Um, yeah, not great. So that gives us a total score of 14, which is pretty run in the middle as far as Bond's go. It's the exact same score we gave to uh, Bankua Bangkok. Which is quite fun. Um, same as Die Hard, weirdly, if anyone's uh, interested yeah. in the Die Hard Christmas series. Um, I mean, well, I, I, it's I coming can, up I, on the next one. I, I will say this is not, like, it's a flawed movie. Uh, it, it drags a bit. The pacing is no, kind of. No, it's a flawed movie. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it, I, yeah, it's worth a look, to be honest. Like, it, it wasn't bad. Um, and it was better than I was expecting, certainly. I was mm-hmm. expecting this to be a kind of like filler thing where we would just do a lot of bits. And instead, there was like stuff I ended up actually wanting to sort of talk about. You know what's quite interesting is, 80 that, minutes long. is that the just... Bond franchise doesn't consistently get down into these sorts of numbers until we get to Daniel Craig. Oh, yeah. It's, it's sort of more representative of a more advanced Bond. Yeah. This is like late 60s Bond in 64 when they were still doing Goldfinger. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. I think mean, Goldfinger, he doesn't have like fucking anything. The, like this, the French you know? were years ahead in the yeah, Bond yeah, technology really in yeah. the 60s. Mm-hmm. But the world wasn't ready for it, you know? And that's what prevented us from getting like, instead of doing like, kill the tiger, mm. you know? Oh. Which is a way cooler title. Yeah, that's pretty good. Mm. Mm. Well. Greenpeace keeps messaging us about it though. They're like, we need to change that name, man. Uh, <laughs> not every last one. Um, <laughs> yeah, that 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 is the tiger likes fresh blood. Um, and do we have any like closing thoughts? 
I think I've expressed myself fully. Check this one out. Like, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, We'll we'll sort of make that available if Mm -hmm. we can. Um, Our next mainline episode is going to be The Great Spy Chase. Mm. Uh, That's right. Our our next bonus episode, I don't remember, (laughs) is that... That's mine. I think it's Devon's. It's mine. I've I've completely forgot up until like earlier in recording that I needed to pick the next bonus. Oh, don't even worry about it. We'll um, pick something cool, and yeah. it will be on the Patreon. Uh, so please consider subscribing to that. Thank you if you already do, and we will see you next time. Bye. 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 Thank you for listening to yet another episode of Kill James Bond. Um, that was fun. That was a good. That was a really good one. Um, as stated, I will try to find a way to make this movie watchable to you. If you're in the Discord, simply post around it in the, the Killer James Bond channel. Someone will, will give that to you. The Discord, by the way, is the Trash Future Podcast uh, Discord. We just made a channel in that. There is no Kill James Bond Discord. In two weeks' time, on the free feed, it's The Great Spy Chase. Um, and next week the bonus episode if you can't wait for two weeks you better head on over to patreon.com slash killjamesbond um, and there'll be a bonus episode out next week again I haven't picked uh, what that is and speaking of course of our beautiful patrons thank you to our 15 pounds and above patrons and those are Lobjornsdottir, Candy Frox, Freya Aloysius, Gustavo Lira, Jack Holmes, Mike Berg, Hannah Oberhart, Nick Boris, Power Dad, Jason Hager, Nate Amori, George Rohark, Kentucky Fried, Commie, Yarrick, Drone Lover, Cohen Enright, Labor Delenda S, Library Hitman, Beef Crime, Max Game and Heart, Jonathan Goods, Hell, Jack Drummond, Callum Burney, Kit Divine, J. Martin Del Top, O Mothman, Trip, Emery, uh, Steve Widdishins, Forrest L. Norvell, a hell of a name, Commissar Ozymandias, uh, a trans robot, May Victoria Roth, just the worst, J.R. Roloff, Rosie Can't Fail, Sky Leighton, it looks like Junior Dude, it's got the lowercase r and everything, you cannot possibly blame me for this, uh, David Alexander, <laughs> Sky Leighton, uh, <laughs> Alright, peek behind the curtain on this. I tend to record these when I'm done recording uh, episodes. And usually we record two at a time. Uh, and I drink for the whole time we're recording because uh, I have a thing where my brain thinks I'm not funny. Which means that when it comes to record these jazz outros, I'm usually pretty far gone. Um, and a lot of these names are just sort of like muscle memory to me at this point. Anyway. J.R. Olaf, Rosie Can't Fail, Sky Leeton, David Alexander, Joyous Uwu, Zan Hutch, and Isopod Gal, Clarification, Bronan, Alex, Violet Cyber, Annie Ruby, Liz and Ash in Florida, Corvid Cultist, Wolfscott, Katie Probst, Nobles, Oblahash, John 2089, Connors, Cool Big Sister, Varatsukat, Ramona Random, Sanction, Electro of a Cyber Puppy, Zoe Shepard, Loz Pycock, Emily, Queen of Sloths, Grendel Growls, Abigail, not that one. Okay, sorry, I, d- I didn't mean. Anything by it. Um, Quinn Valeri, Mega Combi, Mortran, Turfsy, Shin, Dialone, Al Irwing, Philippa S. I don't, know, I don't know who that is. Wolfie, Robert Greensmith, Millie, Finn Ross, Josh Simmons, and Lauren Bastin. Alfredo as well. Just gets a personal shout out from me. Love you, brother. Gil James Bond is Alice, Abigail, and Devon. The producer is the wonderful neighbor Thea. Our podcast art is by Maddie Lubchansky, and our website is Tom Allen's. Thank you. Goodbye.